Welcome to Packaging News Weekly, a weekly show hosted on LinkedIn Live by Adam Peak, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos. This news is being brought to you by Ubuntu. Ubuntu is a community of change makers and sustainability. If you want to join us, you can go to sustainablepackaging.io. Once again, that is sustainablepackaging.io and use code PACKAGING25. Join us in our community so that we can make a difference in the world. Now, here's the news. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Packaging News Weekly. We've got Adam Peak, who hey. is the host of Pack- People of Packaging. We've got Corey Connors. You can find him hey. at Corrugated. And he's also the host of Sustainable Packaging. Me, I am Evelio Matos, and I'm the host of People of packaging. No, I'm not. No, I'm the host no. of. <laughs> you can be. I could. We, have, we, we could partner, but I'm the host of Package Design Unboxed. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. Um, I know, Adam, you've got something to talk about um, from a report that we, we picked up from Ubuntu. You can see below, we've got this crawler that's happening here. Anybody that's interested in learning more about Ubuntu, and that's where we got to pick up some of the news, is uh, you can go to what is it? Sustainablepackaging.io. Yep. And you can use uh, code packaging25. Correct. Yeah. So uh, I, I was perusing the news um, on, on Ubuntu and it's, it's great on the greenhouse. And then even on the, on the general community, you can go there and just check out different news around sustainability. So uh, as I was looking, I saw this report from Packaging Europe. And uh, they they're reporting out from the Gartner Research Institute, which is a really, you know, Gartner is a really large, credible research organization. And the report said that 90 percent of companies will not hit their sustainability pledges by 2025. Um, I don't think that this is very surprising, given the fact that it's almost 2022 and, right. you know, I, I think sometimes we make a lot of promises into the future, not realizing things like COVID will happen and um, there are there life happens. Right. So uh, but it's I think it's important for us in the packaging industry for a number of reasons. Number one is innovation in recycling and recovery and, you know, just creating value streams at the end is I, I think is is a, is a blue ocean for people with lots of money. Like if you are really right now looking to get into a place that is only going to grow, I think innovation and recycling is one of those places. I agree. Because it's being demanded um, by brands, by consumers. And, and this, this would be a, an incredible place to jump into. Yeah. The other, the other thing that uh, I thought was interesting on the report here, let me, it's going to, scroll down um they had a couple of key takeaways the first oh yeah that 30 percent of supply chain leaders say they have no or low maturity um low or n- no or low maturity sustainability initiatives uh and so they are they're, they're limited in the recycling infrastructure development so they can't get the stuff so the supply chain leaders are receiving the demands they're going out to the market and they're not finding things so Again, looking at market dynamics, high demand, low supply is a great opportunity for innovation. Yes. And the other thing that they that they say companies should plan to implement 
our EPR legislation um, that that would ban single-use packaging. So uh, France has already done this. Uh, mm-hmm. The UK is bringing some things into play. Um, and, and it said that there was research published by an organization called Veolia that said 83% of businesses are not aware of extended producer responsibility. Right. There's no awareness of this. And it's, it's happening in large markets. It's happening here in the U.S. and states. It could become federal. You need to be aware of what this stuff is. Um, and so there's all sorts of things coming out. I know that we had... Uh, uh, we had uh, Venki from Ubuntu yeah. on and they talked about their plastic uh, plastic promises report uh, that just came out. And so you can actually get that with a uh, you can get a 10 percent discount if you want to buy it. They have a free p- summary PDF, but you can pick that up um, using code packaging 10. So, again, come join us as part of the community. This these are really important things on a global scale. And there's not a ton of people who are actively talking about it and we want to help you get to know more about it. So I thought that was a really fascinating um, article that came out, not surprising, but you know, something that we all need to be talking about. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that people aren't, nobody's raising their hand saying, you know what? We're not going to hit our goal. Right. We're just kind of, you know, everybody kind of trudging along and 2025 rolls around and be like, Oh, we, we're going to hit X by 2030 and just going to just keep pushing Right. You know, pushing the finish line. Kick the it's can. like it's like a really yeah. bad New Year's resolution where it's like you make the resolution and then by February you're like, eh, I mean, I'll lose, really I'll, lose, I'll, lose, I'll lose 10 pounds next right. year. Right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I think this fits this fits right in with what uh, with the uh, podcast I just released uh, Ridwell. They are growing so fast they can't keep up. And what they are is an innovative recycling idea. So they actually come to your house and pick up your your waste, your your plastic overwrap film, your clamshells, uh, all the things that need to go into PCR for these big companies. So I could see this skyrocketing in demand even more. And I think it's, it's exciting for companies like you know Recyclops and Ridwell that are doing this kind of thing. Uh, I agree with you 100%. We need to uh, innovate even more in the recycling space. 100%. And Corey, when you say when they're doing this kind of thing, what kind of thing is Ridwell actually doing? So they come to your house and they pick up your recycling once a week from you. And it's right. an Uber style system. So any anybody can work for them. You just log on to the app and you, you apply and, and you get accepted as a driver. And then you go around and you do a route you know, at your leisure. And it's a really cool system. So it becomes a, a you know, a part-time job opportunity or a full-time if you want to do it all the time. Uh, and it's, uh, they cannot keep up with demand. They are, are they're working so hard to grow. Uh, they've already, they've already diverted 3 million pounds of overwrap film plastic from the landfill. That's awesome. And that gets sent to Trex to make, decking alternative uh you know wood alternative decking materials when you say they can't keep up with demand was it and maybe this is in the podcast and feel free to say i don't know tune into the sustainable (laughs) packaging podcast and find out is it is it demand for people who want their services but they don't have enough drivers or is it they they can't they they can't process the amount of materials they have coming in what kind of demand are they struggling to keep up with 
it's all of those things, but believe it or not, they're getting a lot of pushback from local municipalities. They don't want them there. And I don't understand why uh, has to, must, must be something money related. They, they're struggling to figure that out, but uh, why wouldn't a city want someone to help pick the waste out of the waste stream that's going to uh, screw up their MRF system, the material recycling facility sorting system? Uh, yes, Ridwell, R-I-D-W-E-L-L. Uh, and Taylor Lowen was the, the general manager of Portland. She um, She's doing great work, and she's got a great team there. She let me come by and see their facility and uh, see how they do it. And it was really impressive. That's awesome. And, you know, I'm, I'm rewatching, I'm rewatching the Sopranos from start <laughs> to finish. And I can tell you, there are some people that don't want you to get into the waste management business. <laughs> so <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I've got, uh, just looking through the Ubuntu uh, newsletter this morning, there's a few things that I wanted to kind of just touch on that I saw. Um, one was footprint. Um, there's an article on um, in Food Navigator where they're talking about um, if you're using paper, um, but you're putting a plastic liner, something we talk about all the time, right? When, you, yep. when you've got paper and you've got lamination or you've got some kind of coating on there, you're not really solving any type of recycling problem. Um, so they go into that and the team at footprint they're here in Arizona. They're here in Gilbert. Um, those guys do a ton of like food safe uh, paper trays, uh, you know, paper straws. I mean, they do everything. They, I mean, their operation is insane. Um, they've actually just, you know, they've named our uh, one of our uh, stadiums here. That's where the Phoenix Suns play play basketball. They're a sports team in your area, Velio. I know. <laughs> yeah. See, dude, I am so <laughs> out on yeah, the sports. You were struggling. You were struggling. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, they, gonna... like they named something. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they named. they're they're only they're only like the, the the second best team, potentially the best team in all of basketball right now. Really? It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Don't we're don't we're good. It. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go Suns. There I'm, you go. Oh, you super know, fan you know right here. Yeah, you know the name. Um. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's definitely a, a, a great point. And what Footprint is doing, they've they've really expanded the use of of molded fiber. And there's a lot of innovation in that area. You know, no no doubt. I mean, I've been following them since they since they started. I remember I met the CEO back, gosh, seven or eight years ago in a small office, and now they're just yeah, it's insane. Yeah, in, insane. I mean, they make all their own you know, tools and. I mean, I've, been, I've been through their facilities, seen some production stuff. I mean, it's pretty amazing what they. What I did. I did have the. I did have um, uh, Jordan Fengel from uh, Tetra Pak on my podcast last week, and and then I had a conversation with Sistana Fiber um, with the uh, Emily Olson over there last week. Not on my podcast, but it was interesting to hear about the the non traditional uh, avenues for the types of paper that we're not used to recycling mm -hmm. that even kind of like what Ridwell's doing with the, you know, turning it into Trex decking. There's, right. there are some uses. It's just not readily acceptable and available in most places. So sorry, value. You had another no, no. graphic to throw up there. No, I was just going to throw this thing up here, which is a post from last week. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of traction. And basically it was this um, Everlane super sustainable shoe that they've got. And um, what they do is they packed it out and, a box that was probably three times as large as it should have been. And they've used um, green cell foam, 
which is the type of foam that you can throw in your sink and it dissolves and it goes away magically. Yeah. Um, but where's the know. poo go? <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. It, it just becomes, it's, it's, it's really, it's really dense. And, um, you know, you've added weight, you've added size. And even though you're trying to do something well, and it, and it presents well, and it tells a complete story of sustainability, but it goes against, it goes completely counter against, uh, what right. you should be doing for designing sustainability, you know, sustainably. Yep. Um, and we're getting a lot of comments. There's a lot of comments in there, both for and against uh, this design. A lot of people feel that the design is worth going, you know, larger and heavier and increasing carbon emissions because it's telling a better story and it's mm-hmm. getting people that might not have purchased this shoe to purchase the shoe because it's elevated the look and it, Maybe it's introducing somebody to sustainability. Maybe it's not. Um, but I think from a branding perspective, a lot of brands have this issue where they don't know where to go. Now, if you've got a box like this where you're using a uh, green cell foam or a paper foam or you know any kind of molded fiber, well, not, no, not molded fiber, but if you're using a green cell foam and you throw the box with the foam in there without breaking it down, it won't right. get recycled. You know? so, it doesn't, so then it doesn't really matter. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we, you know, we're tackling on, on uh, package design on box this week is like the decisions that you make from a design perspective, but, you know, Adam, what do you think? And, and Corey, what do you think when you're talking about, when you're talking to somebody that's trying to design something sustainably, but they're also trying to balance the brand and the design. Yeah. That's a tough one because you're right. Maybe it will invite someone into our community of sustainability, but I'm not an expert on shoes, but as far as I know, they're not fragile at all. And you could throw that off of your roof and of your house and your shoes wouldn't be damaged. So that's, to me, that's overpackaged uh, a lot and uh, very wasteful, uh, but really cool concept, uh, very attractive looking. If they're going for aesthetics, uh, it's very well done. We do have a shoe expert, you know, over here. Yeah. <laughs> What do you, what do you um, think from a packaging perspective? Yeah. So, so shoe packaging, sneaker packaging specifically does have value in not being damaged as, as packaging goes, because sneakers do have an entire billion dollar resale market that does exist. I don't think that these, these shoes don't fit into the resale world as far as I know. So I would agree with you. It's, 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 it appears as though it's complete presentation um, and, and that would basically be it. So, you know, I, I will say this though about sustainability and, and we can all attest to this. Um, there is always going to be a doubter or a naysayer because there's no perfect sustainable solution right now. So, you know, the, the best thing that I would tell any brand is to, is to still work through the things that we all grew up with and start with reduce You know, so like how like that is not like they can take that and iterate upon it and they can reduce their impact. They can reduce their materials and then reuse. Can they can they create anything of reuse? Probably not. Um, And then finally, it's okay. well, how can this be recycled? So um, that would be how I would walk them down down that. But I I would agree. It seems like it's overkill. It's more for design aesthetics and marketing than it is for uh, sustainability. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And it's 845. So 745. Um, it's 45 somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up next week. I do want to talk about uh, article I've been reading on 
taking all the plastic waste and turning it into roads, into pavement. Um, sounds like some good opportunities there. There's also some issues that I'm sure we're going to run into. So it'd be great to talk about that. Um, anybody that's out there, again, if you're interested in learning more, go to sustainablepackaging.io and use code packaging25 um, to go ahead and log in. Catch us. Uh, Adam, you've got shows coming up every day this week. That'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm going to drop a new episode Monday. The one's already out today, so Monday through Friday. You can catch a replay of this one uh, either on Wednesday or Friday on my podcast. People of Packaging. Uh, why is Kurt, Kirk, why is Charlie Brown filling in for Adam this week? <laughs> <laughs> that's, every, that's every week, bro. <laughs> but yeah, People of Packaging podcast. Awesome. And then anybody that's interested in, uh, if you want to sponsor um, the Packaging News Weekly, Hit us up at uh, info at ncasemedia.com. Thank you all. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Well, that's it for the news. You can join myself, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on LinkedIn. Make sure you put it into your calendars where we cover uh, news is being brought to you by Ubuntu. You can get your own newsletter by signing up at sustainablepackaging.io and using code PACKAGING25. You can also get more from Avelio by connecting with him on LinkedIn or listening to the Package Design Unboxed podcast, along with Corey Connors on TikTok at CoreyGated on LinkedIn and also his Sustainable Packaging podcast. If you want to know how you can... Uh, join us as a sponsor. You can send us all an email at info at incasemedia.com. That is E-N-C-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com. We'll talk to you next week.